of fiction by Rosie Price called What Red Was. Pandora literally messaged me saying, I think this is the best debut fiction I've ever read. I'm just, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm still in awe of it. I still think about it all the time. I'm not gonna get into it too much now because I hope we'll be able to have a proper deep dive on it when it's out in May 2019. But if you like David Nichols, Tessa Hadley, Elizabeth Day, Meg Wallitzer, Donna Tart, people who are really lyrical and it's almost spare um, about the emotional, the filial, the familial, um, but there's also like a massive punch to this, a central trauma, which I've never seen in this kind of fiction. Pre-order this book. It's fucking exceptional, to be honest. And she was 25 when she wrote it, Ugh. which is a fun fact to make us feel depressed about ourselves. <laughs> I've been watching Babies, Their Wonderful World on the BBC, which is a series about the psychology of children. So the BBC have created this sort of lab to do all sorts of cognitive tests on babies. Lucy Mangan was very dismissive of the efficacy of any of these um, tests, but I found it really interesting, actually, the kind of things it Ill illuminated. In particular, you know, we all have like mega fears about screen time with children. Mm -hmm. They had six children, three of which did use, th three toddlers used screens and three, you know, screens were banned. And they got them to do various tests, like their balance, walking in a straight line, um, their fine motor skills and their pincer movements. And the children that used screens, their fine motor skills were better. And, there really? were, and and in terms of balance and everything like that, physical, they were exactly the same as children who hadn't used screens. Um, That's good to know as Sadie's Peppa Pig years come hurtling towards I know, you. I, do you know, I wonder, I wonder when I'll cave. Because sometimes it is incredible seeing the way babies react to a telly. Like if, if the telly's on and she is in the room, they will just what, stare. Entranced. Yeah, I can see why it is the world's best babysitting tool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's a really interesting programme about, um, yeah, just the psychology of children and nature versus nurture, that old chestnut. Yeah. Um, and there's a very interesting bit, and I think it's the second episode, about um, racial bias and whether that forms from a young age or if it's something that's you kind of pick up as you get older. So that that's is really interesting on the BBC. I was blown away by a pretty shocking interview with Mel B by Simon Hattonstone for The Guardian to publicise her new tell-all autobiography. She's actually written it with the journalist Louise Gannon. She revealed in depth her abusive marriage to her ex-husband Stephen Belafonte and there's this very sad, like, yeah, shocking bit where she explains to Simon Hattonstone how she tried to obliterate her husband from her body after they broke up because she was so disgusted and haunted by their relationship. Um, when they were together, she got a tattoo down her side that said, Stephen, till death do us part, you own my heart. And Simon Hattonstone asks her if she's had it lasered mm. since. And she says, no, I got it cut out. I was put under for it. And I said to the doctor, give me the ugliest scar ever because I want it to be a reminder that that ugly person is cut out of my life. And he also says that he read that she had vaginal rejuvenation surgery after leaving Belafonte. And she says, no, that's not quite right. They scraped the inside of my vagina and they put new tissue in. It's almost like, these are her words, by mm. the way, because I understand that these are quite controversial words. It's almost like a rape victim would do. Essentially, you want to scrub yourself clean. 
it's a re- I, I haven't read a celebrity profile no. like that there's some really like lovely and uplifting bits you know Simon Hattinson says have you ever like been in love and she goes oh yeah I've been treated like a queen by people Peter Andre she was like he was a wonderful lover asked before he could kiss me um, Max Beasley Eddie Murphy who she says was the love of her life god what a who's who of yeah she's also 90s trivia <laughs> she's Max also Beasley um, on her father's deathbed she told him I'm leaving Stephen and she slowly started to regain contact with all of her family which was completely broken um, during her marriage and her mother and her sister were very public in the news about how they felt like they'd lost her and there's a lovely bit where Simon Hassan says are you broke and she says oh no 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 She's out running buckets at the moment. <laughs> and she's lovely about her children and she's lovely about how she loves being a Spice Girl. She says, there's only five of us in the world who mm. can say I've been a Spice Girl. Mm. And she's very honest and funny about, he asks her if she fights. She's like, oh my God, me and Victoria fight all the time. They're on a uh, Spice Girls group email. <laughs> um, anyway, it's completely amazing. Speaking of um, celebrity profiles, have you seen that car crash of an interview with Vanessa Parody in the Sunday Times? No. I won't spoil it. You'll enjoy it. Let's just say Vanessa is not a willing participant mm. and that Chris Yearly is not a happy interviewer of that, <laughs> that interlude. I adored... I love interviews like that. Yeah. I adored, and Dolly, this is made for you, Mrs. Wilson. Or oh, I've so many people have 